Jonas Blue teaming up at Harvey. It's called Younger on Beat 102 and 03. And last night on The Takeover, I got to chat with Jonas Blue before he hit the stage at the Academy in Dublin. I was there along with our TY work experience girls, Emma and Ellen. So Jonas Blue is on the phone. Tell me, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, so I saw on Twitter anyway, your sound check is done. You're heading out on stage in a little bit. Um, what does the evening look like for you beforehand? Oh, it's looking amazing tonight. It's a sold-out night. So, uh, yeah, this is the third night of the Blueprint Tour. So, very excited. It's uh, going to be a, yeah, a full-on rave, I think, tonight. So, yeah, can't wait. And what's the tour been like so far? As you said, it's your third date now. Yeah, it's been great. It's been a while since I've done the UK. So, um, I didn't really know what to expect. It's mm. been a while since I've been back. So, uh, and, you know, especially with Ireland as well, I didn't know what to expect whatsoever. Yeah, we'll see tonight, but it's just been, the energy's been crazy so far. And, uh yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Dublin tonight. Okay, and so what's the reception like for you over here? Uh, it's always a party with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I love I love coming here and uh, performing. Yeah, deadly. Uh, so tell me, you dropped um, the new song uh, only a couple of days ago, Mistakes. Paloma's voice on it is just deadly. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited about this thing. Which, uh, first time I worked with Paloma and um, a bit of a switch up in the sound as well. And uh, It's one that I've been working on for about six months. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm finally so glad to have it out there and the reception so far has been uh, really incredible and I think, you know, the story, a lot of people can relate to it, you know, about being in those kind of, you know, those kind of toxic relationships where they keep going back to the same person and making the same mistake all over again but at the same time, you've got this kind of euphoric dance track underneath it that just kind of makes it happy as well so it's kind <laughs> of the, the counterbalance of the two but yeah I'm very excited to have it out and Paloma sounds amazing on it yeah it still keeps you moving even though it has the story behind it as well um, yeah you want to cry at the same time that, <laughs> that was the whole point <laughs> I'd say you were itching to get it out because six months is a long time having it yeah exactly so yeah I'm finally glad it's uh, out there in the world and were you playing it in a couple of your sets or anything getting it prepped before or is it just I, I, the only time I played it was because um, I, I had this thing about playing my new songs in my sets because obviously they're always streamed online and yeah. I always want to keep things quite secret. The only time I played it was when I was playing after Calvin Harris um, in December. I think I was in uh, Jakarta. We were playing the Jakarta Warehouse Project and uh, I played it after him and it, it was a moment and yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It just confirmed everything to you being like, yep, that's exactly, the next Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So without further ado, Jonas Blue, the newest track from you, teaming up with Paloma Faith. It's called Mistakes on the Takeover. The newest track from Jonas Blue, teaming up with Paloma Faith, called Mistakes on Beat 102 and 03. And the man himself is on the phone. And uh, Jonas Blue, I have um, two girls in with me at the moment. They're on a uh, transition year work experience. Would it be all right if they ask you a couple of questions? Cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no worries. Hi, my name's Ellen. Um, so my first question is, what attracted you to work with Paloma on your new single? Um, it kind of just happened because uh, I got sent a demo with her on it and um, it was a very, very basic demo of mistakes at the time and uh, the, the writers asked me if I wanted to get involved with it and, and, and work on it and um, I actually didn't know it was Paloma in the start. Um, it sounded so different to how she usually sounds and uh, I, I actually asked, I was like, who is this by the way? And they were like, oh, it's Paloma. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is incredible. And uh, we went from there. I started working on the song more, and uh, I reached out to Paloma after she, you know, she wanted to stay on it and work on this with me. And she said, "Yeah." And that's how it kind of came about. Wow! So um, you worked with uh, Emma Nike, who co-wrote the song, who is amazing. Um, so were you more involved with the lyrics or the music side of the song? 
It was more the music side of the song for this one. Um, I, it's weird because it's Emily Ken Boy Matthews who wrote the song, and I had been working with Boy in LA about a month ago, and he didn't even realise that I had the song. And um, yeah, it was it was a crazy one. You know, I'm such a fan of both of them, and uh, it, it just kind of came together really like that. You know, we got involved in some lyrics, and then I did all the production on it. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just kind of a very kind of fluid way of working. So yeah. Amazing. So um, I'll pass you on to my friend Emma, who also has some questions. Hi, uh, I'm Emma. I was just, for my first question, I was wondering, do you think you and Paloma have a similar taste in music? Um, yeah, we do, because we, we were speaking about this. There's elements in this song which kind of go back to our UK garage days. We both grew up in, you know, East London mm. and, um, you know, back in the early kind of 2000s, late 90s, it was all about UK garage music, especially in London. And, um, you know, we were massive fans of that. I was DJing that very early on in my career. That's why if you listen to the beats and some of the production you're song, it kind of is a bit of a throwback to UK Garage as well. Um, yeah, yeah we, we, I, I actually didn't know she was into that music at all. And then, yeah, we had a blast speaking about it. And she was telling me about all the parties she used to go to and vice versa. So, yeah. And so you have your show tonight. I was wondering, do you ever get nervous before one of your gigs? Uh, yeah, I do. You know, especially in the UK and Ireland, I, I, I get really nervous. Um, weirdly, I played uh, EDC Mexico the other day, and that was for 80,000 people, and I'm almost sure I'm more nervous at these shows than I was at that. <laughs> wow, that is insane. Thank you so much for answering those questions um, from the girls, uh, Emma and Ellen. Before you go, um, Jonas Blue, I've um, got one more question for you yourself. Um, sure. Is there anything else that we can expect from you in 2020? Of course, uh, you've dropped this one now. Expecting big things. Do you have any more upcoming gigs or more uh, tracks that are coming our way? Um, yeah, there's definitely uh, a lot of gigs soon to be announced. Um, obviously, back in Ibiza and Vegas this mm. summer. If you're out there partying, make sure uh, you can <laughs> um, Yeah, I've got some more singles as well dropping for sure. Um, I also have my brand new record label called Electronic Nature, which is more club focused records. Yeah. So I have some club music coming out on that um, throughout the year. And then I'm possibly. Possibly speaking to David Guetta about doing a collaboration. So hopefully that can come at some point this year as well. Deadly. Is that like one of your goals now to get David Guetta on a track with you? Uh, yeah, I think it's been a kind of long time coming. You know, we DJ a lot together. So yeah. um, hopefully, you know, we can, we can make it happen and, uh, and get, it, get it out there. Unreal. Well, look, thanks so much for taking the call and best of luck tonight. No worries. Thanks a lot.